Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 482 of the Two Dumb Yinzers. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? Oh, God. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm doing a lot better than the uh, mouse I caught in my house. Oh, no. Yeah, I, so I didn't use a conventional mouse trap. No. Last night, I had a, made a couple drinks, and I forgot to take the cup down out of my room and it water melted and today you know it's cleaning up a little and like i don't remember leaving anything in that cup and i look over there's a mouse treading water in, in the cup that melted ice and kalua and you know <laughs> so not only did it have to fight drowning it had to fight alcohol poisoning and then i dumped it outside so it has to fight hypothermia so i'm doing better than the mouse I gotta say, it's really, 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 really cold, man. I know. I, I felt so. For... I felt so bad, but I'm like, you know what? I say, roughly four minutes, I'd be outside this morning, and I thought, you know, and as, as much of a wimp that I was being, and I, you know, had my, I was all tucked in. I had all my my hood up, and everything was tightened and closed, and yeah. all I kept thinking was that guy, that guy in Kansas City who was out there with no shirt on, cheering for the Chiefs on on over the weekend. Because it's it's twelve degrees here and it's like really really cold. Yeah, it was negative twenty there, so that's a whole other thirty two degrees colder there that day yeah. than it is here. It's I wild. Thought, how in the hell? How in the hell did this dude even do it? Or why? Why would he even want to do it? I mean, come on, what 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 would you have to be on in order for that to be okay? Because you know, I I I, I uh, that's a lot of alcohol. Uh, a lot I, of I'm hard thinking, drugs. I'm thinking Coke because, dude, there's no way. Yeah. As I said, I was out there for three minutes and I was ready to die. Yeah. I it was it was too, too fucking cold, man. Yeah. And uh, and like I said, that guy that kid's out there. It was at least three hours because the game is three hours long. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're you're there He's pregame, out there pregame, and then post game, and uh, the walk to the car, and then how you know? I mean, granted, he was a bigger guy. But still, man, thirty-two that's... degrees cooler than what it is now, right here. Is it's, it's, it's twelve degrees yeah. right outside uh, of Pittsburgh? That. Oh. I, 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 that, man. I don't love nothing that much. I mean, you know what I no. mean? How? What, what, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life if this is what you're doing? You know? No, I would not be out there. I like. I went to a uh, the Penguins Winter Classic game when you're sitting at the top of Heinz Field. No, you're never catching me out in a cold weather game again. I am too old for that. F that. Nope. Uh-uh. I, I'm, I'm that I mean, guy and that mouse I threw outside. They're they're the real MVPs. I just I I, I can't uh, believe I can't believe, you know that that's how you know I I love my Steelers. Don't get me wrong. I love football. I love my Pittsburgh teams, but this guy in the negative twenties. Nope. Up there with no shirt on for for at least four hours, three plus hours, however long. Yeah, unbelievable, man. You know he showed more heart, grit, and determination than the Miami Dolphins. They should sign him. <laughs> yeah, they should sign him. You know what? They're they're, they're they got their foot right on Tua's ass. Maybe they will sign him. Well, speaking, of, I saw read an article today. They're talking about signing Tua for this contract that's like forty five million dollars annual. I think it's the fans that want him going. I, I don't think the team wants him going. I think the yeah, fans are just right. fed up with them, kind you know, like yeah. we are with our situations. And uh, yeah, you know, the, like it's crazy down there in Florida. Yeah, man. Um, McCarthy, McCarthy gone in Dallas. Oh, that happened. I, I I was working on some stuff for the show. I didn't even check what was going on national. Also, Wait, also Nick Sirianni, Siri Sirianni from Philadelphia. Sirianni? They want him gone back. You know, there's yeah. a th- there's a difference between us and what's going on around the league. Yeah, because Sirianni just had these guys in the Super Bowl last year. I mean, yeah. Philadelphia was a they weren't a bad organization for a long time, but they just weren't. You know, they weren't a team that was a contender. Then they go to the Super Bowl. They, I, what is it about? So, come on, I mean, you, we we have we have reason to be pissed off here, and we'll get a little bit more into that here as the show goes on. But uh, Nick Sirianni, I, if I was if I was Philadelphia, I'd be on my hands and knees begging this guy to stick around. Exactly. Yeah. You're like you know? this is what happens. Like sometimes, you, know, you go all that time without success, and then you have it, 
Then they moved off from what the coach won the Super Bowl. They get this guy in, and they get him back to the promised land. They lose, and then this year they kind of struggle. Like, and then you want to get rid of the guy already. That that's not that's not good for you know building off of what happened. You know, let the guy have one down down year, and then get the t- see if you can get the team back. And then next year, uh, Philly, if they have the same issues again, then you move on. You know, there was a there was a fan, a Philadelphia fan down in Tampa Bay that threw their box of popcorn right. on Sirianni as he's running like, off. Come the field. on, you know, Jesus, the worst. You know, who, uh, at least at least the Philly fan didn't throw batteries at him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I'm not, you know, you you can't be afraid to make change, but you don't want to make it, you know, too quick. And I think that would be too quick of a turnaround. Um. I guess we're going to talk a little bit about Mike Tomlin today. Uh, I mean, that's really, uh, you know, a bulk of the news right now. Yeah. Uh, in Pittsburgh sports is all this Mike Tomlin stuff going on. Uh, of course, he came out yesterday and said that he will be coaching the team next year. He told the team that uh, a lot of speculation after he walked away from the podium, what was going to go on. Uh, you know, it, my, at first sight, when I seen it, I thought it's, it's just not the, it's not the right time to start yeah, asking right him yeah. about his contract directly after a playoff loss. The guy hasn't even thought out yet for me yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. We'll let the process, the emotion of the game, and then the future. Yeah, so he will be back. Mike Tomlin will be back in 2024 to coach the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, has any? Did anybody notice this? I'm watching the game. And you know how as a, as a president is in office for, you know, four years, eight years, you, you kind of watch them age. Yeah. Does any did anybody think that uh, Mike Tomlin's face was looking really bad on on Sunday or Monday? Oh, whatever like, that was? They, they, some people are like, this is what happens when he coached the Steelers for seventeen years. They had him in his first year, and then this year, yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he looked. He, he, I mean, he got like these big bags here that did. Yeah. I, I even though this of last year, it doesn't seem like I, I remember them being there. But he he looks bad. It seemed like he was he's been in office for sixteen <laughs> for, years. Yeah, you know he's. It, like you know, I didn't realize it until like after this game. It finally the aging process finally caught up with him. It caught up quick too. You know what? I didn't notice it either till this game. I, I you know, yeah. I, I thought he still was a looked was a, a fresh face, young man. Right. Now he looked like an old man. Like he's like seventy five now. I mean, that's he what you know. Aged. This is what the playoffs lost do to you. They age you quick. This is the one. This is the the the, the statistics, the numbers, the um, the facts that, that really stuck out to me, Mike Derpy. Mike Tomlin broke a 58-year-old record, guys. 58-year-old record he broke. Of not making the playoffs? Since the first Super Bowl, the longest Steeler streak without a playoff win is six seasons. Mike Tomlin making <laughs> making the record by, you know, having his seventh <laughs> this year. This is the longest that the Pittsburgh Steelers have gone without winning a playoff game since the Super Bowl era. So I mean, he's the most winning coach on one hand. He, he's yeah, as far as you know the, the regular season and all of his records and never had a losing record. But on the other hand, he's the polar opposite. Yeah, when it comes that, to that's what, like he should have gone out like four years ago, and then people would remember him a whole hell. Yes, like, that's he what a... Cower did. Cower got out at the right time because if Cower stayed on, it might have you know he had some down years too. It could have came off. Get out at the right time, Tomlin. He stayed on too long. Tomlin should have left after uh, after Super Bowl forty five, when he lost to the Packers, and he could have went away and said, "Hey, I was already at two Super Bowls in three seasons. I won one, yeah. lost one. You know what? He would have been one of the greatest coaches he ever." Just out, I'm like I'm done. Like twenty sixteen might have been the year. They they were two and one in that playoff run. Like that would have been the year to go. Like I'm out. And then you know that's what right. happens when you stick around too long. Yeah, you get the most wins, but you also get the most losses and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the downside to longevity. Mike Tomlin, a defensive coach, he is. That's what they tell us. He, he was a part of a great defense in Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know, doing a little defensive coordinating up in Minnesota. Mike Tomlin's last five playoff games, guys, the defense gave up 42 points, 48 points, 45 points, 36 points, 31 points. How could he be? How could these teams be so bad? You can't I, I, come on. It ain't even that you're not winning these playoff games. You're getting annihilated. And in these games, something's got to give, man. In these games, you know, we you know we talk about like oh you know our defense. Oh, you got to pay Watt. You got to pay Minka. You got to pay play Cam. T.J. Watt has played three playoff games. He has one sack. One sack. 
Well, I mean, Minka 42, Minka 48, Fitzpatrick. 45, 36, 31. I, I think you could have gave him 10 sacks. It Minka still wouldn't have been good. Minka Fitzpatrick, zero force fumbles, zero interceptions. Cam hey, you ain't going to argue me on Minka. I, I, we've said yeah. that all season. Where, yeah, where like, was Minka like, this year? Yeah, even, can't, before can't, he got, even before he got yeah. into those injury issues, Mike, he, yeah. he was invisible. There was no big plays. Yeah. And this is what we've become to know of Minka was big yeah. plays, picking up a fumble at the end of the game, getting an interception at the end of the game, running it in for a touchdown. You see none of that from no. Minka this year. No, and like Cam Hayward, he has two sacks in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven playoff games. So, yeah, like Talbot's Wait, not I'll, showing up the – Cam Hayward has two sacks in seven play or in seven playoff series, like you know, from t- in the time that we've been in the playoffs. Since so, he's been here, since he's been here, yeah, uh, yeah, that's you know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven years in playoff series he's been in. He has two sacks. Like the coaches aren't showing up, the players aren't showing up. I just don't get it's how frustrating. Over a period of time, like I said, 42, 48, yep. 45, 36. Uh, these aren't close games. This Every no. single game we make the playoffs, the team is not ready to play. The team is, is they come out and they get, uh, you know, their asses whooped. I, 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 you know, come on. And, and again, on one hand, we should all be applauding because he has this, this great, you know, nobody's ever went more consistent seasons without lose or without having a losing season. So it's, it, it, that's what makes it difficult well, because that's the argument you're going to get from people. You're going to get these kind of arguments. And, uh, and what are you really going to say? Because at the end of the day, nobody out there is better during the regular season. It's almost like putting Kenny in at the end of the game because nobody's exactly. better yeah. at coming back than Kenny. So <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you have this let, let Colin, coach. Paul would do the regular season, bringing someone else to, Yes, and bring in a playoff coach every year. Yeah, well, and the thing is, the thing is, like with this whole Tomlin situation, only one person has to be okay with this, and that's the owner. And the owner is okay with this. You know, this is what the owner wants. Hey, be competitive year in, year out, and make the playoffs. That's cool. If you get out in the playoffs, that's cool. I'm making money. Stadiums filled, and you know, if they, if we want change in the coaching staff. Fans, we might not have to start showing up to games until you know, happen until you start <laughs> because hurt. people, because you know, on top yeah. of people who just love football, there's the people who love drinking, and the people that yeah. love drinking and going down to the stadium, what up, you're Ralph? not going to tell those people not to uh, not to show yeah. up on Sundays. So, you know, well, yeah. what's what's the resolve here? Yeah. How do you, how but, do you fix this? Uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of like you know, over with Bob Nunning, you want him to spend the money to make the team better here. You know, we want Art Rooney to you know, spend money on the coaching staff to make it better, but. But on the other hand, you know, we have no problem staying home from the from the uh, pirate games. Oh, you know? Cool. Well, you know, it's the Steelers, man. They're they're the hot ticket item in town. You want everyone wants to go to the Steeler game, and that, that's the thing. As long I was thinking about this today on the when I was driving home from work, is like Art Rudy's okay with this. You know, he's the one who's signing the checks. He's the one who you know is giving Tomlin contract extensions. He's okay with this. He's okay with being competitive. And if you make it to the playoffs and you can get on a run, cool. If not, okay, that's fine. We made it to the playoffs. You know, that's more exposure for the team, more eyeballs on the product. People are going to spend more money. I'm fine with that. And maybe that's just bring, what it's coming down to. Like, maybe so. we had to just play guy uh, take Sirianni off of Philadelphia's hands because he has upside. Yeah, you know what I mean. You you can see the fire in his eye. He's yeah. still a guy that that's young and he wants to win games and he wants to make a name for himself. Where where Tomlin's kind of been there, done that, and you know, it's it's sometimes hard to motivate. And, and you know, and I, I don't know if that's what it is, but yeah. you know, you, you see these young guys with the fire in their eyes, and in Buffalo, and in Philadelphia, and uh, in Miami. You know, I, I'd like to see that fire in our coaches' eyes once again. You know, we we had it before, we had it in Cowher, we had it in early Tomlin, and as, as I said, I you know, it just it seems as time goes on, you lose that fire for whatever reason, and and I get I get it, it's human nature, but uh, I I would love to see a coach. Uh, you know, just just going up and down the sideline, just kind of losing their mind during the course of a game because something is not. I don't know. I, I uh, like to see the fire. Um, oh, it's like it's just you know. I, I I'm just resigned to like he's going to be coach until Art Rooney decides he's not going to be coach anymore. And, and you know, any any like more talking about it, it's like eh, you know Tom was going to be the coach. Now it's uh, up to Art to spend the money because when Dan Rooney was the president, they were spending money on assistant coaches there, you know, 
And then Art came in and he decides that, you know what? I don't want to spend money on assistant coaches. Now, this is what happens. You get what you get. You can't go out and get those top guys to be your assistant coaches because they want paid money. And, and that, that's to come very... here, you, you know, you, you get what you pay for. And that has a lot to do with what I was going to say next, Mike, because uh, the Steelers said uh, just as of yesterday, we will be looking at uh, offensive coordinator candidates from inside the facility. So, yeah. As of now, this is what they, the Steelers they, are doing. They're yep. not going outside. They're not going to find a, a guy who, who seems to be qualified, a guy who uh -huh. they're going to stay within the system, um, you know. Yeah, and, you know, that's coming from down on high. You know, he wants people who were here and work cheap. So, yeah. this, you know, we're going to keep getting it. So, yeah. yeah. Yesterday we were talking, you know, the buck for the product on the field stops with, you know, Tomlin and, you know, the front office stuff that, that the buck stops with the owner, you know, Art Rooney owns the team and these decisions about well, coaches, head coaches, no, I mean, that, the, that's your decision. At the end of the dude. day, Mike, you know, we can complain until we're blue in the face. You're we're yeah, not going to the owner. You know, I'm not trying to make Tomlin say he has no, no part in the blame. He has a huge part in the blame, but you know, the owner but, does too. You well, know, we, you know, if we want to hold again, if you don't like the owner, the, the next, you know, the next best decision is just you just like a different team because there's not much you're going to do yeah. against the word of the owner. The owner is the owner. That's yeah. As right. you said, he wants, bugs, he, you wants know. he wants Tomlin as the head coach, and we're stuck with him. Then you know that's that's just it is what it is. I'd like to see a change at the head coach, but you know if the owner wants to keep him, okay, I, this is our guy. I guess we got to ride with him. We can bitch all we want, but I, I think the bitching him, sucks may come leading may may come down the road because. You know, a lot of the speculation was that uh, Tomlin was going to make a decision yeah. uh, this offseason. But, but, you know, that's stupid. He has one year left on his contract. Yeah, play The, the bitching can be between now and this time next year because yeah. if they sign him to, for an extension uh, in the meantime. Look out. This is usually the time. In one year left, it's usually get that three-year extension going. Or he doesn't get the extension, and at the end of next season, he walks away. Maybe he wants yeah. to spend time with his family. All these, you know, speculations yep. that we've been hearing over the past couple of days here. So this this next year is going to be very, very interesting yeah. to see how that plays out, Mike, because, you know, and, and it, it could very well depend on how the season plays out. Yeah. We could have a season like we did this year, went, lose the game, and, and he could walk off that podium this time. And, you know, yeah. next thing you hear, he, he's going to spend time with his family. Or as we were saying, you know, at any point, at any point now, we could wake up and see that Mike Tallman was given an extension. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that just opens a whole new can of worms. But it, it's going to be interesting, Mike. Yeah. And, and we nobody knows which way it's going to go. No, and like, and right now, Art hasn't said anything. And this is all Tallman telling the players and the players communicating it to the media. Like, Tallman's like, I intend to come back. Or I'm going to be coaching. But it, we still haven't heard anything from Art yet, officially, whether, you know, Tom was going to be fired or traded. So there's still that. If for the people who want Tom gone, we still have that to hold on to that art hasn't officially said anything yet. So it, this could change, but right now I, I, I think we're stuck with Tom for another year. Yeah, and, oh, we're definitely, I, I believe we're you know, it is what it is girl. at this yeah. point. It's, you know, it's not ideal. It's not what anyone does really Mike Tomlin wanted. want to walk away from, you know, next season. Does, does, you know, what kind of Mike Tomlin are you going to get? Are you going to get a yeah. Tomlin out of the gate? Who's been, it's going to be uncharacteristic. Yeah. He's going to show up, in the in in the office when it's time to go again uh -huh. and really be in everyone's ass but like come on guys this is the season right here i have to do something you know he's not going to necessarily say that but you yeah, know what it, i mean yeah. what's what kind of season is mike tomlin going to want to put down going in that last year before his, his contract yeah. is up so you know it, it might be a good season just because of that as players do you know the yeah. players know the contract is coming up they have a great season and uh you know so yeah but we but we kind of saw like this year this offseason you and i you know we, we talked about it show the numerous times tomlin looked revitalized and energized this offseason and he, then he you looked know good before then, the season went yeah and the then the season, season started did, yeah. it just kind of went it went downhill it's it didn't start out the way he wanted and like he saw his vision and plan go off the rails and he's like fuck here we go again type of thing but i you know if i i just hope we keep you know, definitely Omar Khan's going to be here. If we can keep Andy Weedle too, I want to see what those two do again in year two of a quote unquote rebuild. Cause that's what it is. You know, we just lost a hall of fame quarterback. This is, you know, year two of a rebuild. What does the Steeler team got to do, Mike? <sighs> what does the Steeler team got to do? Because, okay, we're keeping Mike Tallman yeah. around at least another season. Yeah. It's his contract year. What does the Steelers have to do next year to avoid 
this same result. Some people say this is a success the season that we had, going 10 and 7, making it to the playoffs. You know what? It's better than last year. We didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. What, what does this team have to do, Mike? And again, I, I think next year is even a far cry to say this team is going to be a, a Super Bowl competitor. So, yeah. what does this team have to do to just get beyond what we did this year? So, you know, we, we this year, you know, we made. You're the GM. Playoffs. What do you? How do you fix this problem, Mike? How do you make next year better? Oh, than this okay. Year? Well, to me, to make next year a success is to actually win a playoff game. That would be a success because that's better than the year before. Yeah. Uh, for me to fix this team as a GM, uh, I need to hit a home run with my offensive coordinator, and I need a new defensive coordinator. Then from there, I need to. I'm setting the quarterback situation aside for now. I I need to address my offensive line, my defensive line, and my secondary. Because I I you, this this season kind of proved if they can keep their heads together, you could win with this skill position group. You could win with Najee and Jalen. You could win with George and and Deontay and Pat. You know, you that that offense, it shows they can put up points once, you know, we, we got rid of Canada. They this team they, they produced. So if you get a good Where offense, you get coordinator, your center. where am I getting my center? I get my center in the draft. There's a couple of good centers out of coming out of this draft. Um uh, one out of Georgia, one out of Oregon, and one out of West Virginia. You get one of those three centers. They're kind of plug and play. I think is you he, put those guys is, in. No, you do you think we're going after a center in your first two rounds? I would. I would. Um, especially after these past two drafts, there were two really good centers. We could, you know, the Nase draft, we could have had Creed Humphreys, who's already established as like probably the number two center after Jason Kelsey. Um, Tyler Limbaugh, who went to the Ravens, he's another really good center. We could have had him last year, but we took or yeah, the Kenny draft. So I I Steelers have been known for centers, man, all the way dating back to Bruce Mansfield. And then we're Mike Webster. We center need this time, Mike. But the center that we have now we're known for it because he is literally the worst. To, according to the PFF, and you, and you know what we feel about yeah, that. Yeah. But but all things aside, he was the absolute worst center in the league this year. Uh, Mason Cole had a 28.7 PFF grade against the Bills. Uh, he allowed a high. T- uh, he allowed a team high six pressures in that game yep. all year long. He had three only three games north of seventy. Yeah, uh, in the grade, and he's the worst pass blocking center in the NFL with yeah. a minimum one thousand snaps. Mike. Yeah, and that his bad play forced Sayomalu and uh, Daniels to help him out more, and that made them less effective. So you get a center who can hold his own. That frees up your two guards that are really damn good guards in their own right when they're not having to pick you up. So I, 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 my, my first round pick, maybe the second round is when I start grabbing one of those centers. Cause that's when they'll be available, but I'm going, I need a center and I need a tackle on my line. Dan Moore. I think he'd be fine as a third tackle swing tackle. Broderick Jones. I might keep him at right tackle. Cause he needs a lot of work in the pass blocking game. And I mean, I'm tired his, of, his numbers aren't bad. He's not. Uh, yeah, not but like he his pass blocking technique. I think needs work to where he eventually he can slide over to the left. I know it's his quote unquote natural position. For all you Yinzer fans, Steeler fans out there, saying he's out of natural position to quote Tunch Yonkin, who was a great offensive lineman for the Steelers. All natural position means is what hand you're comfortable putting in the ground. That's it. It doesn't make any other difference. So what so, you're saying is center and attack. You know your top three picks, Mike. Of course, are your always your big ones. These top three yes. picks are your three that are. Uh, there's a good chance they all could be playing on yes. day game one. Uh-huh. So you're thinking a center in the top three. What yep. other two positions are you are you trying to lock up uh, in the draft this year? Tackle and cornerback. Center, tackle, and corner. Are your yep. top three picks. Yep. Anybody you got your eye on as far as cornerbacks in college? Oh, uh, you got the. Uh... Right now, you got the corner out of um, Iowa, Cooper Dejean. Um, You got the guy out of uh, Ohio State. Um, what's his name, Derpy? Ohio State? That Ward? He's returning to Ohio State. Oh, he went back to Ohio State? Yeah, he's coming back. So, Burke, well, F him then. That guy sucks. Um, maybe Kalen oh. King um, in the Derby. second, third round cornerback out of um, – out of Penn State, I know there's a there's a couple other good cornerbacks. If he follows the dude from, I think he's from Alabama, Kool Aid McKinstry, I would snag him in a heartbeat. You put him and Joey Porter on the outside, you're set for the next ten years. So, despite what we say, 
and 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 the opinions that we have and people but this are is upset. way early in the process yeah no and 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 the opinions that the people have of this coach and this team right now uh players in the locker room seem to be showing support for mike tomlin uh tj watt says i don't want to play for anybody but mike tomlin so at the end of the hey, day we can if, trade if, for draft picks <laughs> if there's no problems if there's no problems in the locker room and the the owners see this you know is there any incentive at all to even even have this conversation like no, i mean if, no, if everything just... is going well as it seems to be going in the pittsburgh locker room people are just love the situation that yeah. we have then uh, you know then then we're just why... screaming at a wall then we're screaming at a wall and uh um... yeah that, that's like the realization i came to when i was driving home from work today like if the owner's okay with this everyone talking about it's just screaming at the wall until until the owner says you're fired or you're traded then and I was like, oh, shit, that, you know, it's something real, something tangible has happened. And, you know, everybody, everybody wants to win, but how bad? I, you know, of course yeah. you want to win. Everybody wants win. to win. Everyone says we want to win, but. Right. But when it comes down to it, you know, taking action to actually yeah. win is what is the only thing that really matters. And the fact of the matter is they're not doing anything to no. take that action. Oh. They're, they're, you know. And um, we can sit here and scream blue in the face. Tomlin needs to change this. Tomlin needs to change that until his boss tells him to change it. Why would he change it? You yeah. know, it, if you, know, you see owners all the time, like, Hey, I don't like what you, this coach is doing. I'm going to step in and fire the head coach. I'm going to fire the defensive coordinator. It's my team. I'm going to fire him. And if you don't like that, I'm stepping quote unquote, stepping under your toes. I don't give a damn. Cause I'm the one who signs the paychecks. So say what you want. Like, I think Jerry Jones is a terrible owner because he gets too in, in, involved in the team, but he's not afraid to step in and say, you need to change this or I'm doing it. And then he will yeah. make the change. So there, there's a time to do it. Maybe we need a 100 year old crusty white guy walking around on the sidelines, giving everyone dirty looks, you know? Oh, I fucking love when Jerry Jones gets down there on the sidelines, giving all the dirty looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do, Jerry? Except cut the guy. They're going to, They'd whoop your ass in a heartbeat. How about the? Uh, was that uh, a picket? Was that a picket slide, Mike? <laughs> the, uh, I think so. Was, yeah. was I, I, I was gonna say whenever it actually happened, I thought to myself, I, I don't think that they're allowed to do that anymore. But uh, I, I'm almost certain that was a picket slide. That uh, it was because he decelerated Allen. big time, like he was yeah. gonna slide, and you saw Minka and Levi Wallace both they they let up, right? They let up. So if you score a touchdown on a play that you're pretending to slide and then you don't slide and the two guys that were right there, that could hit you totally give up. And then they don't, they're not able to tackle you after that move. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah, that, That's why, uh, you know, when we went and we crushed him, when he went for that slide, I had no problem with it. Cause you didn't know if he was going to hesitate again. Uh, yeah. Right. That's such a, you know, and if it was, a, you know, the fact that it's a quarterback, the first thing in their head is, is don't hit this dude. You know, you hit this guy. It, it's a so you know that also the hit to the back of the head of Joey Porter yep. Jr. I thought was a, a call that got missed in its entirety. Um, for one, you're you're not allowed to just bludge it in the back of somebody's head neck area like that, no matter who you are with your yeah. you know helmet. I, it's so for whatever reason, I'm I'm not of course I'm not blaming the referees for this loss. It was you know the referees. That's that's you know another day, another story. We didn't play good enough to win this football game, but those are just a few things that I did pick out. The picket slide, you know, obviously it was made such a, about such a big deal whenever it was done by this guy, but not by this guy. There was other plays where when Josh Allen did slide and get hit, it was a penalty, but when Mason Rudolph slid and got hit, it wasn't a penalty. So, I mean, you know, you're always going to have those things that you can complain about after every game, and, you know, those things generally stick out more when you lose, of course, but, um, you know, the, those things right there certainly caught my attention, Mike. Uh, yeah, the other it, thing... This yeah, bad, no, good. But just bad. Right? I'm sorry, I was replying to a comment on the board. I just wanted to type it out where you're talking. But no, it's just bad officiating throughout the NFL this year. Yeah, and I, it's fun. It's fun as a fan to say the ref costs the game. But if you're a really good team, you can overcome some of those bad calls. And but we're not. The, but for the Bills to have what one penalty for nine yards, get the f out of here. Uh, yeah, get the f out of here. So this game coming up this week between the Bills and Buffalo or Bills and Kansas City ought to be really interesting because they both always have the favor of yep. the referee. It seems uh -huh. like the refs might as well just stay home this weekend, yeah, right? I, you know, you know the the conspiracy theory about the Super Bowl colors. Everyone's yeah. saying all oh, this year is going to be Baltimore and um, 
and San Fran because of the colors because yeah. it's like purple and red. I have a feeling this is going to be the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. Their colors are red and blue. Red and blue makes purple, and those colors look kind of purple on that. Um, well, who's the other team then? No, it's just going to be, it's going to, it could be whoever, but the whole color, it's a purple and a red and a bluish in there. Red and blue makes purple. Buffalo Bills colors are red and blue. They finally get their Super Bowl. That's why they had to clear the weather. They're like the Browns. I'm buying into this conspiracy theory. They are being handed a Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? They're I'm really like the Browns in. to me. Until until they could do anything, I I, I refuse to, yeah. to 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 believe. Yeah, you know, I, I think that San Fran. I don't know. San, you know the thing about these teams that are so good, like San Francisco this year. There's and and even Philadelphia but, earlier in the year compared to later in the year. Uh-huh. For a, a team to look so unstoppable, and then the next week to look the total opposite. It, it's a very it's 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 really interesting to me because. Generally, things don't play that way. Yeah. If a team, you know, if a team is is beating the shit out of everybody, uh-huh. I don't know. San Francisco, there's just something about this team, Mike. I I just I just have this feeling they're gonna win. Um, they they they've kind of been out of it for a long time. They've the last Super Bowl they won was in '95. Yeah. '94, '95. Somewhere season. around there. Yeah. I, I'm just really getting this this San Francisco push. I I don't want San Francisco to win. Of course, I don't no, want. Them to but get I can see them. I can see them winning, man. They. they I'd like good to see defense. Detroit. I'd like to see you know a couple of these teams. Detroit. <sighs> Uh, Texas, uh, the, the I'd love to Texans, see the Texans. I'm sorry, um, uh, geez, even the Buccaneers. I guess I don't mind because who cares? Oh, I would. Oh, Baker Mayfield winning a Super Bowl would be the Chef's kiss. But Cleveland, the, uh, you could have had him. I just still again. I'm not sold on Buffalo. I, I'm I'm just not sold. They are good, but they have potential to be to be bad on any given week. Um, it just depends on if Josh Allen. And, and, and here's another example, Mike. This guy doesn't even show a sign of, of throwing a turnover, having a turnover against the Steelers in any game that we've ever played uh-huh. in. But then he plays the Jets and he throws three interceptions. He fumbles the ball twice. I, I don't know. He's just there's just something about this team. Like I I, I think San Francisco, this is going to be their year. I'm I'm not a gambling man, but if I was, I, I would lean towards San Francisco. But you're you're liking Buffalo, huh? I'm thinking I'm thinking the league's going to want they want Buffalo to get a Super Bowl and they're going to get it this year, one way or the other. Um, what about the Ravens, Mike? Uh, see, they, they, they're on my team. I think if, if everything's on the up and up, cause I'm starting to buy this conspiracy nonsense. If everything's on the up and up, I could see Baltimore just running the table. They are that good. Lamar is that locked in right now, but we'll see how that, what two weeks off could do to him. That, you know, that paint Manning Colts, they did that a lot rested for two weeks and they came out flat. So I mean, I'm looking at these teams. I'm looking at these teams: the Texans, the Ravens, Green Bay, San Francisco, the Buccaneers, the Lions, the Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills. To me, San Francisco looks like, from top to bottom, the best team of these eight teams, Uh, as far as offense goes, defense goes, all their skill positions. San Francisco looks like the best team. Kansas City, in my opinion, you know they 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 get the uh, they get the the little help, they get the extra hand from the referees through the playoffs, so they're going to win a little bit. you know, I, I, I just have a hard time. Baltimore, yes, I could see them doing it as well. Uh-huh. But San Francisco, again, if I if I was a gambling man, that would be my team. It just seems that they're they're too strong, yep. and if they're playing at the top of their game, I think they're better than yeah. any of these other seven teams at the yeah. top of their game. And Brock and Brock Purdy, you know, you want to talk about all all the talent around him. He makes good decisions. He his mechanics are on point. Uh, he's that quarterback that will. He's not going to wow you. And he's not going to cost you the game. He he's a game manager in the the good sense of the of the word. I have nothing he, bad to say about. He, Brock he's Purdy. just a damn good quarterback, and you know Trey Lance didn't do well in that system. Uh, the supermodel Garoppolo didn't do well in that system, and, and he stinks this too, kid though. this kid's out there just tearing it up. And was Garoppolo ever good anywhere? He he would have like good numbers, but he wouldn't win you the game. Whereas this I can't kid's remember him being games. good anywhere. He wasn't good back. I mean, he didn't yeah. play much backing up Tom Brady. He wasn't good in Las Vegas. I, you yeah. know, people throw out this Garoppolo like he's this. This I just I've never seen with Garoppolo. I've never, yeah. uh-uh. you know, he and uh, yeah. Trey Lance. I mean, he never got his feet off the ground. Well, but I, I have nothing bad to say about Brock Purdy. Yeah, I, really I think don't. I think he's a damn good quarterback. I think and having I think that the, team the, can win. Whew. The skills and the coaching that, that's down there certainly plays a it role. All, but, it helps, know, but he's doing enough. He's protecting the ball. He's he's a smart kid. He's making plays. Yep. What, what else could you say about him? I mean, yeah, I, I I really do. I think, I, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I do think this is going to be San Francisco's year. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's on the level, I'm going Baltimore. If it's a little shady, 
I'm going Buffalo. Yeah. See, I just I Buffalo's gonna have to do something in order for me to buy yeah, into Buffalo. I, me, me too. You know, like but... Cleveland, they just they they can never get it done. I don't know what it is. There's yep. just certain teams I um and, and fool me once and right because Cleveland, yep. I was gung ho on them last week. You, thinking, were, you know yeah. what? This is with a number one defense. I think you're in the game no matter who you are. Yeah. And and having this veteran quarterback coming back and who's actually playing well after sitting out for a while, I thought yeah. Cleveland has a very good shot yeah. this season. Stupid me. You know, and, I, and I've said it before. Until Cleveland proves me wrong, I, I just refuse to believe they're going to do anything. So, look how they look how they do me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like. I'm starting to sour on on Detroit. Not about the coach, not about the team, the players. It's the fans. They finally win a playoff game, and they act. You know, in the way they treated Stafford. Like, get the fuck out of here. See, I dig. I like what's going on in Detroit. I, I, their, their fans are getting way they, too cocky. You haven't won own, shit. They're like Buffalo fans. You guys haven't won shit ever, and you're, you're getting fans, chippy now that you're winning playoffs. Well, here's games. the thing. The fans don't owe anybody an explanation because they're literally the worst team ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, say, say what you want about the Browns and about these guys. You know, like these this Lions team, I mean, at least the Browns been to the, the playoffs in the last 30 years. At least the Browns won a playoff game. I mean, this Lions team has been really bad for yep. a really long time. And I don't think there's anybody that's worse. I, I you know what, I, I I stand by this Lions team. I would love nothing more than to see the Detroit Lions go and win the Super Bowl. Mike, I think that that would be great. Um, it would clear us from anybody threatening getting close to our Super yeah, Bowl true. title for starters. That's which is the only thing that matters to people in Pittsburgh. But two... Uh, you know, I, I, they're, they're that other blue collar city. Um, traditionally, that other blue collar city, yeah. Beside, you know, next to Pittsburgh and even Cleveland, and there's just, I, I would have no problem at all with them guys up there getting theirs and uh, celebrating and being cocky because you know what, they have never ever had that opportunity. That's Mike. true. That's true. Uh, and and M M&M's and M's coming out to more games now, and you know, yeah. I, you know. I, you know, uh, I dig it. I dig it. You know, I, I like to see Eminem out there on the on the sidelines cheering them on, rapping for the team as they win the Super Bowl. You know, P. I. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it seems like here's the thing, though. It, you know, it, it. You gotta always think to yourself. You gotta kind of follow the money and who pulls in the money. Is it, is it Cleveland? Knows it. You know, who who's always the teams that are in? It's always Kansas. Kansas City, no matter how bad they played this year, and they did not play good football. No, they could very well find themselves in the Super Bowl just because it's Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. There's no explanation for it. They can come out and make a couple of nice plays. Next thing you know, this team could be in a Super Bowl. It's why is it such a stretch? Why is it such a stretch to think Detroit can't be in there? Why is it yeah. such a stretch? Because they're never any good. You know what I mean? You could understand KC doing it because you know they they've done it before. Yeah. I don't know the I don't I don't know how do you explain I, this, Mike, but it is what it is. Oh, the the colors the colors on the logo could be Detroit versus Kansas City, Eminem versus Taylor Swift in the in the luxury boxes, baby. Oh, didn't they have a no? They didn't have a thing before today. No, Kanye, huh? Kanye was yeah, uh, Kanye did. No, no, Eminem's been nothing. He I don't think he's ever said anything bad about her. I think he actually hmm. respects her hustle. Hmm. Yeah. So who I, Kanye's, you can have it. who's Kanye's favorite team? Oh God, who knows? I, I would not want him as my number one fan. Nah. You know, we got Snoop Dogg, okay? That's yeah. right, bitches. We got yeah, Snoop Dogg. He, he's always been for the Steelers and the Penguins. Oh shizzle. Um, you're too white. You can't say faux shizzle. Hey, Derp. Speaking of too white, hey, Derpy. <laughs> yeah. Now you were you you were excited somewhat to have Tony Romo announcing the game the other day. What what was that all about? No, I was I was just I did, I was disgusted that he was. So you you didn't want Tony Romo calling the game? Yeah. Why? Wait, like what? What was your, like? I I mean he was he was texting me like three days in a row about Tony Romo, and I really wasn't sure what he was trying to say. My thing is this: I mean Tony Romo is telling you know on 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 the you know announcing the game, and he's telling us what the Steelers need to do to win and what teams need to do to make the Super Bowl. Tony Romo is telling me what teams need to do to make the uh -huh. Super Bowl. Tony you know, Romo, so, who had what one playoff game where he choked holding the extra point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like this guy shouldn't Romo. be telling us what it takes to win. I like me. Tony Romo because he gets all hopped up on Adderall and he can tell you what plays coming. And he gets all excited for big plays and stuff. But then people are like you know, because he, he he was jumping up and down when he thought um Buffalo picked off the Steelers. He's not cheering for Buffalo. He was cheering because there was a big play in there. He's being excitable as an announcer to get people into the game. You know, yeah. I like Tony Romo. I think he's a whack job. He's a nut, and I love it. 
but I don't listen. I don't watch every game that he does. So I get him in small doses. But if, I had a feeling if I watched every four o'clock game that he broadcasted, I probably want to blow my brains out. But in small doses, I love me some Tony Romo. I'd rather have him than Chris Collinsworth. I see. I don't. I don't mind Chris Collinsworth. Everyone hates him. I, I don't. I don't mind. And I, and I guess I don't mind Romo either. I never really thought twice about it. I watch the football game. Whoever's talking is talking. I, I I don't really put too much thought into that. I, I honestly, truly don't. But again, the one observation that I did make was Tony Romo was telling was trying to describe to me what it's going to take for these teams to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought, who's going to describe to you how to get to this? You know. So that was uh, you one... know those that can do do those that can't teach. That's right. Uh, these games coming up this weekend, like four games. I want to talk about these uh, 4.30 game on Saturday Texas <laughs> at the Ravens, 4.30 start. Who do you like in this game, Mike? I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I read P's, uh, <laughs> P's comment. Romo did the most with limited talent, and I appreciate he kept Dallas crappy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, Texans at Ravens. Who and why? you like in this game i like the ooh, i like the ravens um i just think they're just, a, just the better team from top to bottom um but but you know lamar does not do what hasn't done well in the playoffs but i, I but i think they're just going to be too much for uh the texans to overcome but i think it's going to be a very very close game but i think i think baltimore has it they they've been rolling how about the uh, later game, the eight fifteen on Saturday, Green Bay at San Francisco? Who's going to win this one and why? I'm going to go San Francisco. I think this could be another really good game. Green Bay is coming on strong. They they're get they got better as the season went along, but uh, I, the 49ers think, defense, man, they just fly all over the ball. That's what I'm saying. If the 49ers come out and play the way that they played against us, because you got to remember, we beat Green Bay. We beat Green Bay. And if San Francisco comes out and plays, you know, the way that they played us, I, I can't see Green Bay winning this game, Mike. I just can't. The San Francisco, their, their defense is too strong. Their offense is too strong. Uh, I can't see Green Bay winning this game. But, again, you know what? I didn't think they was going to beat Dallas either. Sunday, the Buccaneers at Detroit. Mike, who wins this game and why? Um, oh, Detroit. I just think they're, they're just overall just the better team, yeah. Just better even with team Baker than, Mayfield, even with Baker Mayfield, I, I just think um, that Tampa Bay team—they were—they were lucky to make it this far. They had a good run. I'm going Detroit. And in the late game, which is 6:30 on Sunday, Kansas City at Buffalo. Mike, who wins this game and why? Buffalo Bills. The league's going to get what they want. They want Josh Allen to get a chance at the Super Bowl. You don't think that the, I don't know. And as you said, I mean, this almost does kind of seem like the popularity contest game because on the other hand, I mean, you know, your, your Mahomes and your Mama Auto, you know, the Mama Auto commercials <laughs> or whatever that was and Taylor Swift and Kelsey's mom. And I, I don't know. Do you think this, you think that the league is ready to give that up? Do you think that they're ready all to those give eyeballs that on the, and, and, yeah, Ooh, get and, them and, in the conference championship game at least. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. I, Ducking out in a second round seems awfully early for Kansas City to it me. It does but, seem awfully early, but you know the, the uh, trajectory of the team's going. Man, they they won those two Super Bowls. Now they're starting to, you know, they they win, their windows lose, win, lose. I don't think it's closing, but they they win, lose, win. This might be where they lose again. Oh, I am sticking around with Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, what else? P says, P says, KC fell into the Chargers trap, having your best receivers being, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, Travis yeah, well, Kels. And who else? I mean, really, who, who, who's a threat in that receiving core from Kansas no, city? No one right now. Uh, the one who stepped up was the, uh, the, the rookie, the rookie receiver. I forget his name, but he's the only one who, sh who stepped up like Kadarius Tony. Like I said, he can't catch cold. Wasn't it the Buffalo game where he was offside last time? Yeah. The, the yep. Travis Kelsey game. So, yeah. you know, th this game has a lot of eye, you know, has a lot of eye candy, has a lot of uh -huh. appeal to it. <clears throat> you know, the NFL, they're going to, you know, they're going to make a killing on this game. But uh, there you have it. Those are your four yeah. games, Mike. Yeah. You are going to have your final four teams this time next week as we are doing this show. We're going to be talking about the final four teams, the te four teams that are in the championship games, and two of them will be playing in the Super Bowl. And one, one of these eight teams right now, Mike, will be the Super Bowl champion. Oh, oh. 
I'm kind of rooting for the Texans. I don't think they're going to make it, but I would love to see them make it. You You know know what, though? I didn't give them much of a chance against Cleveland. Uh, You know, what what if they are the team that runs the table? They, they, you know. The team that comes in, the first rookie quarterback to win a Super Bowl, first rookie head coach to win a Super Bowl. That would be an amazing story. I'd be all aboard. I would have me no – if it was a Houston and Detroit Super Bowl, I would be 100% oh, me happy. Too. I would be loving that oh, shit. I, Texas Super Bowl. Because I – what's that, Derpy? An all-Texas Super Bowl. I, I'm not mad. I derpied. I derpied. Yeah, you derpy big time because there's only one Texas team <laughs> left, my friend. Um, uh, derpy. There we go. Uh, yeah, another comment. Detroit, yeah. I was going to say, we had another comment. Like, why is no one entertaining Hines Ward as OC? Um, he was what? I mean, he was a wide receiver coach for the Jets. They didn't have a great year. Uh, head coach in what the XFL, USFL offense wasn't that good. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Mike. I, you know, I don't know. You could take that one. I, I'm just trying to think, like, where he, he's coached and what they've done. I, he hasn't. You know, I people want Byron Leftwich, but his offenses really weren't that great. Uh, and, and people are throwing out these names because they're popular Pittsburgh names. Yeah, but when it comes down, I want to something it, outside the organization. To I do in. too. And as we said, uh, we we should have kept Brian Flores. As, but it takes uh, two to tango. All things said on the board, <laughs> I, you know, I I, 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 really, Brian- I really thought that even when you know last year when he left, I thought, man, if we could have just kept him around. But, but the thing is that like a lot of people were like, oh, he was supposed to be the inside linebacker guru, and the play was terrible from the inside backers. So I just I don't. But, but I, I would have loved what he's done him, in Minnesota. But- I mean, you know, I, I maybe the Steelers just stink. Maybe we, you know, but but, but once we, again, we, you know, the- our problems are, are are bigger than this. Maybe. Uh, you, you know, know what I mean? Because it, Minnesota, they they always have a solid defense. Steelers yeah. always have a solid defense. Flores' job that he did here didn't look like he did well because those positions didn't do well. But yet he goes to Minnesota. Minnesota has, uh, you know, they went uh, games yeah. without giving a t- giving up a touchdown. And, and, you know, you know maybe, and we got better inside backers this year, and the position played better too. So I'm wondering uh, if we have to get better backers than you know that just. We- isn't I, washed up guys that are sitting in the free agent pool, pool yeah. you know, pay, pay a little a, bit of money to that, that, to, you know, who was it last year? One of the Edmonds brothers who went to Chicago for Buffalo. Maybe we just have to pay the, a little bit extra money to get that I, I, talent. I think Otherwise, like we really can't spend that much money because we spent so much on Watt, Highsmith, Minka, Cam, uh, Chooks, uh, and Deontay Johnson. We had, like all of our money spent on like a handful of players that really. And, and in my opinion, ninety percent of the people you said I'd be fine with with not being here anymore. Yeah, I, really I would be would. fine. I'd be fine. You know, with a total tear down and rebuild. I, you know what? I'll sit here for five years and have bad losing season after losing season if it gets me, you know, a nice little run of like, you know, two two more Super Bowls and a couple other Super Bowl appearances. I, you know, I'm okay with a complete burn it just burn it down and start all over again. But you have to have the owner willing to spend money on assistant coaches like Brian Flores, like Bobby Slovis, you know, get those, those young guy, hungry guys. But if the owner doesn't want to spend money on assistant coaches, because he thinks they're only worth a certain amount, it's hard to get better coaches. We're seeing the result of that. You know what I mean? We are. Yeah. And he needs to wake up to the fact of that. You know, if he wants to keep Tomlin around, he has to spend the money to hire better assistants. Mike, you know who had a big game this past weekend? The game, uh, the Buccaneers game. Miles Garrett? The Buccaneers game? Oh, I yeah. being facetious. <laughs> uh, Clant Cancy from Pitt, he had yeah. an amazing game, man. He was all over. Dude, I, I like this Tampa Bay team. And like, here's the thing. I think that they're the least talented team, Them, either them or Green Bay at this point. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what? Both of those teams, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, you got to like what they're doing. I, yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't expect Green Bay to beat Dallas. No. I didn't expect uh, the Buccaneers. So uh, you know, you you get behind these teams, like I said, like Cansey in in, uh, in Tampa Bay. It's anybody's game. I I I'm I'm cool with these eight teams, Mike. I really wish San Francisco wasn't one of them. I really do believe they are the best team of these eight. And if they play at the top of their game, they are better than all these teams with the exception of the Ravens overall. But as I said, Mike, what the Texans did against Cleveland, what um, you know, some of these teams did, I think it is up in the air. We will see. But, uh, Mike, let's move on a little bit. As uh, as Ralph mentioned earlier, yeah. 
Ralph said that uh, that that Van Pelt got released uh, from what was he here, Pitt? He was the former QB coach. Okay, he was up in Cleveland. He got fired, is what it was. He was from Pitt. He was the OC up at uh, Cleveland. They canned him. Which you know what? Really, outside of Joe Flacco throwing these pick sixes all game, what what more could he could you have gotten out of that offense, Mike? Not a whole hell of a lot. No, they, but they they have they have weapons up there. Like Njoku might be one of the most underrated tight ends in the league. Due to but, the but that's what I'm saying. What you know, they, they they're good. They're really good. They're good. And, and, it, and it was Flacco. I mean, you know, the guy was throwing. They need pick a quarterback. They need a quarterback bad. Yeah, but that, that team is going to be third salary cap hell coming up too. Oh, it, it, their downfall is going to be great. But you know, Browns are going to Browns. But as I was saying, uh, Van Pelt up there in Cleveland, here at Pitt, they um, three new assistant coaches hired: a running back coach, offensive line coach, and a tight end coach. In Pitt basketball, Mike Pitt loses to Syracuse last night, sixty-nine to fifty-eight. Pitt drops to ten and eight overall. As Syracuse is at thirteen and five. Um, their next game is again is at number seven Duke at eight o'clock on Saturday. Mark Andre Fleury with his five nothing win over the New New York Islanders came got took sole possession of second place of all time wins by NHL goalies. Mike, he now sits to a nicer guy. at the second, the number two spot overall. He has 552 wins. All he has to do to catch up to Marty Brodeur is get to 691. 691 wins would tie him with Mark on or with uh, Marty Brodeur. Uh, very unlikely rough. that it's yes. very unlikely that it's going to happen. But as we speak right now, it is Brodeur, Flurry, then Waugh. That's your all-time best, Mike. Why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? Can I, oh, can I real quick talk about more Andre Fleury? Yeah, go ahead. He might be the greatest goalie in Penguin history. Uh, great human being, well-deserved, and he should be an automatic Hall of Famer. Screw the five-year waiting period. He should be, boom, right in for what he has done in the NHL. It's been amazing. But the com over there, we got links to all of our socials. We've got the merch store, and we got the blog at the www.2dumbusers.com Go check it out, everybody. www.2dumbusers.com That's www.2dumbusers.com uh, Also, I, I agree with both you guys. Rough on the board says um, the GM, uh, I'm sorry, Art has to get involved more. Steelers aren't going to win another Super Bowl with Mike Tomlin. Can you, is there any way, Mike, that you could even foresee this team pulling it together and Mike Tomlin hoisting the Vince Lombardi Trophy ever again as a Pittsburgh Steeler coach? I can see it happen, but, uh, you know, mathematically, you know, we uh, team's been around 91 years. We've won six Super Bowls, so that's what won every 15 years. We're due. We're due for well, one. There's only 57 years of Super Bowls. So. Yeah, I know, but I was saying for the years we've been around for NFL championship Super Bowls, you know, no. we're, we're due well, for one. Nobody counts that, you know. That. I know, I know, because we hold that against the Browns. But I'm just saying, yeah, mathematically. Well, no, just in general, because you start when the Super Bowls start. That's that's what I, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, like mathematically, we're, we're due for one. You know, we, we are. We are. It's just, like every, every you know, like on average, every, every 10 to 15 years, we make it to a Super Bowl. We're due. We are due. Here is the trivia of the day, guys. This is another, this is a playoff-related uh, trivia question. Derpy, are you live? I am alive. You're alive? All right, this question Derpy. here, guys, this is a, um, it's a Super Bowl playoffy type question. All right, so here we go. Which conference, Mike, which conference Derpy leads in Super Bowl championships? The Ooh. AFC champ, the AFC teams, or the NFC teams. Now, mind you, there's 57 games that were played. Again, the only you know from Super Bowl one to Super Bowl 57, does the NFC or does the AFC have more Super Bowl champions? The number's uneven, so it has to be one of them. Go ahead and think that over, guys. We're live all week long, Monday through Friday, right here, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, you don't have the chance to watch this or if you would just rather listen to the show the show that we do live every day it's uploaded over on spotify at eight o'clock p.m if you're in the car in the gym maybe just taking a walk you can always put your earbuds in and listen to this show because the brand new one comes up every day over on spotify at eight o'clock check it out 
All right, guys, the question of the day is this. There's been 57 Super Bowls played. Which conference, the AFC or the NFC, has the most Super Bowl champions? It's an uneven number. One of these conferences have more than the other, and we're trying to figure out which one it is. I'm going to start with Derpy. Derpy, was it the AFC or the NFC that has more wins in the Super Bowl? Give me the AFC. The AFC? Is this your final answer? Yeah. All right, we're going to lock Derpy in on an AFC. If I get a little a little lock-in sound effect, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> You know, it, it'll do it as soon as Mike starts talking. It will, too. I'm going to go with the AFC as well. There it is. There it is. Derpy, you were locked in on an AFC. Mike, you said the AFC as well. You believe out of the 57 Super Bowls, yeah. the AFC has won more of them than the NFC yeah. has. And that's your final answer. Yep. All right. Question of the day. 57 Super Bowls played. Which conference has won more of them? Both of the guys said... The AFC. I will give you this, guys. Let me let me let me give you this to keep make it keep it interesting. One of them has won twenty nine Super Bowls, and one of them has won twenty eight Super Bowls. Wow, wow, yeah. that's how close it is, guys. Both you guys have picked the AFC. It in fact is the NFC twenty nine, oh. AFC twenty eight. It was really up in the air, guys. You could have went either way. NFC has twenty nine Super Bowl wins. AFC 28 Super Bowl win. So there you have it. Yeah. Uh, Mike, the quarterback situation, as we've been talking over the few past few days, you have to have that guy if you want to be that team in the NFL. Who is that guy and how do you get him? Final thoughts. Um, I don't know who that guy is, to be honest with you. Um, there's no quarterbacks really coming up in free agency. Like that would propel this team to a Super Bowl. And I don't think there's any quarterbacks in this draft that are going to be one that you can put in right away this year, next year, or three years down the line that are going to get you to a Super Bowl. Um, I just don't Russell see Wilson, Mike. Russell Wilson. Uh, no. Kirk Cousins, I, I, no. Baker Mayfield, maybe, but I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's leaving uh, Tampa Bay. I think they're locking him down. Let me let me finish what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, Russell Wilson. Now I'm not saying that he's going to be <laughs> that guy. But is Russell Wilson going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler? Uh, no. It's going to be Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. And? And a rookie picked in like the sixth round. All right. So, so you don't think they're going to make any attempt no. at, at improving mm -mm. the most important position on the field? Nope. I think All they right. are married to uh, Kenny Pickett, and they'll bring Mason in and have like a battle between those two. All right, very interesting. I, you know, and, and you're not the only person saying that. Yeah. On the other hand, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people on this this Russell Wilson thing. Where he ends out, I don't know. I, I think that we are a possibility, but um, you know, whether that happens or not, I'm not. I'm not real sure. Derpy, anything before we get ready to take off, man? I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to say thank you, to everybody, for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you. We couldn't, we wouldn't do it without you. Also, we want to thank everybody on the board, always there keeping it interesting <clears throat> for, for the duration of the show. Mike, what you got, man? Uh, got one. Once again, Steeler fans, natural position for an offensive tackle, left or right side. It's just whatever hand, when you go down to a three-point stance, whatever hand you put down first, that's all that means. If you put your left hand down, people will make you a – Oh, that means you're a natural left tackle. No, what means makes you a natural left tackle is you're a better pass blocker than a run blocker. Is this a thing? I mean, if people if people are flipping out like, oh, Broderick Jones not playing in his natural position on the left side. That just means when he gets down to do a three-point stance, he naturally puts his left hand down to support himself. I haven't heard anything. That's all look. that means. Oh, go on Steelers Twitter. Oh, they're playing Broderick Jones out of his natural position. And this is why we lost this year? Is it and This the, is why, uh, yeah, and they're stunting his development. No. He is not. He was not a great pass blocker. He needed to work on that technique, and it's easier to put him in at the right tackle 
work on your pass blocking in practice in the game day just become a road grading guy and that actually improved the run game and the line pass blocking was even better with him in there even on the right side this being said (laughs) this being said last five playoff games we've given up 42 48 45 36 31 (laughs) people are going to complain the offensive tackle there you have it everybody uh for the pittsburgh um you know it's it's difficult because i I, you don't want the season to be over i I want you know i I want to continue to talk about what this team could do to get better and keep moving on so it's always it's always rough those first couple days after the steelers are eliminated but you know what we'll make it through guys but we uh we will be back this time tomorrow mike anything else speak now forever hold your peace i got nothing uh let's go pens baby all right, All right Saturday, 10 o'clock in Las Vegas, but we will be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, to do it all over again for Mike in the Steelers Central Mobile Studio, Derpy, myself, two dumb users. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>